0: What's up everybody, welcome into Pace the Nation, broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. We are in the heart of Arlington County on a beautiful Thursday afternoon for episode 158 of Pace the Nation, and here to get us through this episode to my right, my co-host of course, Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up?
1: We're nine days away from the World Cup is that right yeah so i'll be on the west coast uh for well i'll be here for the start and then i move to the west coast and i'm already starting to pick out the bars that i will nice. be watching some of these games in all
0: right i've lifted my soccer band talk on this uh good because i'm show. i was going to crowbar it in anyway <laughs> so
1: i'm curious where you guys plan to watch the world well, let's Cup. bring
0: in Williamie Docs. Docs, uh williamy e. dox to my left Docs, what's up um farley's lifting
2: his ban for two reasons one because uh i don't want to be political but like donald trump he actually has no power over whether we talk about this or not
0: no he doesn't right correct
2: which is something i'm gonna talk about later okay his his disinvitations so Mm -hmm. it's the same exact thing Mm -hmm. um and two uh i told farley before the show that we are not talking about the washington capitals if we're not allowed to talk about soccer yeah so he, he really desperately wants to talk about the team that he gave up on uh, several times. <laughs> I and don't
0: like how you paint me as this uh,
1: <laughs> fan worry.
2: who gave up. The, well, you A are. Fair weather fan. Don't I, I, worry. You fit right in in this town. No, Just I don't. Everybody I, gave up on the really team. I really
0: don't recall. I would love for somebody to send us that audio. I don't recall saying that I gave up on the team completely. You did? I think there were some subtleties to what I said. I'm sure there were. I don't remember it exactly, but I'm sure there were some subtleties.
2: I. I Sometimes I envy the fact that you just shred everything that comes through (laughs) your your, your brain because there is actual evidence where I made this statement on a previous show and you're like, well, can't argue with that. All right. Well,
3: um, Um,
1: I have noticed I listen to a lot of NPR and mm -hmm. they've been talking and maybe it's just when I'm in the car, but they... Always talk about basketball and the Cavs and the Warriors and the playoffs, right. and they have not once mentioned the Caps. Wow! And part of me is wondering if it's because NPR headquarters is in Washington, and they think that they'll jinx it. if Could they Could be
0: a jinx. Yeah, I want to talk about a jinx, but I, I let's let's finish the conversation about where will about Docs be watching? let's well,
2: it's a great question because previous World Cups, I will not leave my house. To watch a U.S. That's, soccer game, I've witnessed this. yes. because because it just get too stressed out. It's it's there's too much to it, and I don't have to worry about that this year. Mm-hmm. So I might actually go places and and do some uh, day drinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I could do that.
0: Well, you you are. I mean. You can do whatever you want. I can. You, you, Thank you. Thank you for believing in you, me. You can. You can do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'll be watching much of the World Cup. Mm-hmm. I, I still haven't picked. I, I might have picked a team. I don't remember what I picked a team last year, last week or not. But you picked the team. I think that I, I picked, picked, picked. Germany. Yeah. You picked
2: Germany, which I picked, and then you said, "Okay, well, I will spend the next week trying to pick another team." Yeah. Well, but
0: Shredder, I guess
1: I should have followed up on that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I, I still don't have another team. That's that's how mm-hmm. I'll
1: send you the link.
2: You
0: can take the quiz. That's how interested I am. Yeah, uh,
2: take it take a quiz. Let let uh, some internet troll that's stealing your information figure out <laughs> um, who who your team well, is Well, I, I
0: couldn't I couldn't even watch the movie with but, Docs this past week. There's no way I'm going to take a quiz. I didn't have time could. to watch the movie. You
2: could. You you didn't. Mm-hmm. And and we can talk about that. Um, this, I, I'm i a day to by day guy. It yeah. doesn't fly. You mm. need to schedule a time. Mm-hmm. And I even asked Julie, I was like, can you guys just let me know when we can watch the movie? And all you do is you write me back and you say, well, I can't do it Monday. Yeah. Well, I don't know. tell me when you can't do
0: it. Tell me when you can I do know. it. All right. We'll work on that for this week. Uh, big show to get to today, <laughs> uh, guys. We actually have touched on a number of things on the agenda. You guys almost did the agenda for me. Mm hmm. Uh, you uh, talked about jinxes, and I'm going to talk about uh, the Washington Capitals and a possible jinx that I saw uh, that I'm a little worried oh, about. Oh, I know this one. So uh, we'll talk Washington Capitals. Really excited about their run, uh, a historic run, a historic run for a DC sports team, which has been just awesome.
2: Is it a historic or n historic?
0: N historic. Yeah, I think it's n historic run. Uh, also on today's program. Uh, I want to talk about a, a former guest who was recently on the show so a little bit of a where are they now segment he uh, had he had an, he had an ex- there's a, there's a little bit of a hint. Yeah. Uh, he had an exciting event this uh, this past week mm-hmm. also uh, I want to try to debut a new segment on the show what is bothering docs I mean we could Definitely. There's content every week for that. I
1: don't mm-hmm. like the title. you got to workshop week? the title. <laughs> right. If that
2: was the title, we it, it wouldn't have to be a weekly segment. We could pretty much do that by the minute. <laughs>
0: That's true. All right, so we'll workshop that title. But uh, we're going to figure out what is going on with Docs and what's bothering him these days.
2: What's grinding my gears? Yeah,
0: what's grinding his gears. Um, and also on today's program, guys, uh, we have on the phone an expert in yoga who's also an expert in running. Uh, yoga for runners expert Ann Mazura-Rob is going to join us. Uh, she's also a professor at the best university on the planet.
2: Must be UVA.
0: Yes, she's a professor at UVA, lives in Charlottesville, comes down and runs a, a number of, of ra- road races in D.C., including a number of Pacers running races. Uh, so she's going to talk to us about yoga for runners, uh, her uh, history as a runner, and how yoga can help um, this us this group of hosts of mm-hmm. the podcast and the listeners
2: oh, i thought it might just be relevant to the three of us but i guess right. it's good if everybody <laughs> right who's listening well do you stretch
0: awesome. much docs i i don't think I you need would. This, I yeah. need i need to segment you know yeah.
2: i i i wholeheartedly believe in the power of yoga for yeah. runners um i just i, I
0: you just I, don't practice it
2: doing yoga for me is like finding time for your friends for you <laughs>
0: <laughs> so unfair so unfair all right so we'll talk to Anne about uh, yoga and maybe she'll get us and docs and I into it because I know Joanna is does some yoga but docs and I probably could do a little bit more uh, and then finally a uh, want to talk about an incident at a rock and roll marathon a scary incident uh, that happened that uh, may have implication on implications on on other road races so we will finish on a serious note uh but before that i'm surprised the weather didn't come up well you usually do talk about weather we've talked a lot about weather less about dogs these days but certainly about the weather uh what are you going to complain about joanna
1: um i don't have currently anything well yeah y- yeah my complaint is that summer isn't like this for the entirety of summer <laughs> see so i know i'm a broken record everyone's heard this before but It's uh, like yesterday was 60% humidity or 50% humidity. And in the seventies, if the entirety of summer was like that, I would enjoy having summer in the seasonal rotation. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not. So I hate summer. And so my complaint is that it's just going to get hotter and I'm going to get more miserable. And I wish that summer could just. So let me
0: ask you this. So you can't even enjoy a day like yesterday and today. Oh,
1: I definitely did. Luigi enjoyed it too. We sat outside. um, We did some weeding, we planted some flowers, read a book.
0: Okay. All right. I was I was worried that you couldn't even enjoy uh, that because you were so so busy worrying about uh, how summer is going to uh, affect you in the near future.
1: No. And I even went for a nice five mile run. Nice.
0: That's fantastic. All right. Well, it has been uh, a beautiful. So hopefully everybody's out and enjoying the weather. I'm 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 really enjoying it, getting some good runs and being able to run during the middle of the day. And, and I'm taking a different approach. I'm not even looking at, you know, the 10-day forecast or anything like that. I am just enjoying the moment as I live my day-to-day life, moment-by-moment uh, moment life. So uh, hopefully it, it does continue uh, because uh, I think you can gain some fitness here if, um, if if the weather stays like this. For guys like Docs and I who don't wake up at 5 a.m. and run in, uh, in the morning like Joanna.
2: Sometimes I'm not even asleep by 5 a.m. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, all right, well, let's talk some more running. We'll talk some yoga. Excited next to be joined by yoga for runners expert, Anne Mazar-Rob. She's going to join us from Charlottesville on the phone next here on Pace the Nation. All right, and welcome back to the program. And now, Docs and Joanna, we are excited to be joined on the phone by, now, I think I maybe butchered her name earlier, earlier which is not surprising. But mm-hmm. we are joined on the phone by Ann Mazur. Uh, is that right, Ann? Is that the how you say the last yes. name? Well, welcome yes, to the program. It. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you.
4: I'm great. I'm great. How
0: are you? We are We are fantastic. Um, now, I, I said this before uh, you came on the air here, that two-thirds of this uh, program, uh, two-thirds of the hosts here, Went to uh, the greatest university in the world. Of course, Joanna, that is. Joanna, I want you to say it. Princeton? No, no, no. <laughs> Princeton's Univers- a private school. University of Virginia. Um, and and um, now you've done, uh, now you didn't go there undergrad. We'll get into where you ran in, in, in uh, mm-hmm. undergrad. But you did a graduate program, PhD. Like, what's your relationship with Virginia?
4: Oh, well, I love UVA, um, so I, I went here for my Ph.D. in English, so um, I started here in 2009, so I, I came here right after my um, Master's, actually,
3: mm-hmm.
4: um, and I uh, graduated in 2014 um, with my Ph.D. in English, love the English department here, um, love all of UVA. And, um, I was a postdoc for a year and then a lecturer in the English department for two years. And now I've, um, dropped the English and I'm actually in kinesiology teaching yoga. So, um, in the past, that's, that's where I've been just the past year and, uh, quite interesting switch from grading a lot of papers to (laughs) teaching a lot of yoga.
0: (laughs) Now, do you love Charlottesville?
4: I do. So, I met my husband here in 2012, and um, most of his business is around here, too. So, he owns Cutaway Clothing, which is a cycling clothing company,
3: Mm.
4: Um, and he's really based in Virginia and, like, growing towards D.C., too. Um, So, we we knew we loved Charlottesville and didn't want to go anywhere, and if I wanted to continue with my English career, I would have had to be teaching four classes a semester in like North Dakota. So, (laughs) um, I decided that teaching yoga in Charlottesville sounds better than teaching English in North
0: Dakota. Yeah. Uh, well you, we we have you on to talk about yoga and, uh, yoga for, for runners. Uh, we are a running podcast, obviously not a lot of, not a lot of runners, uh, do, Yoga. Now, have you always been big into yoga? Now, you ran at the University of Notre Dame, or is it Notre Dame University? Is it Notre Dame University?
3: University,
0: University of Notre Dame. Were you big into yeah. yoga when you were uh, an, an athlete, a Division One athlete there at Notre Dame?
4: Yes. So, I my my yoga really started back in high school because I come from a very athletic family. But although I was a late bloomer (laughs) and my sister and mom were both gymnasts and they were both very flexible and they would kind of make fun of me for being like the super tight, not flexible one. And I decided I was tired of that and just started stretching a lot because in my mind, somehow it just made sense to me that it would also help me with my running. Um, and then in college, I was definitely like known as the big time stretcher on the team. So I was like always, you know, we'd run, you know, we'd run our, like our 800 warm up, and then gather as the a team to stretch. And I was always the last one to be like ready to go.
0: So, so big time <laughs> um, stretcher, does that mean you're super flexible or does that mean that you spend a lot of time doing it? Cause we had a guy on our team. He was we would yeah. we would say he was the big time stretcher. He was the big time
2: stretcher, yeah. But he
0: wasn't as flexible. No. no he would no. just love stretching. Mm-hmm. So you were probably yeah. both.
4: Yes, I think I was both. I mean I was definitely not always flexible though, which I think, you know, especially because now I'm actually very flexible. People think I was always that way and nothing could be further from the truth. So,
3: mm-hmm.
4: you know, I think it can be intimidating if you're a runner and you're starting to stretch to to think you have such a far way to go. But the great thing is, you know, stretching and yoga really reward consistency. Actually, sometimes even better than running itself. You know, running sometimes you can be very consistent and you're like, I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. But with yoga, you know, if you have a sort of a consistent daily practice, you'll definitely see, keep seeing improvement.
0: Now, you were a pretty good runner at Notre Dame. Did you cross paths with Molly Huddle?
4: Yes. So Molly was my teammate. Um, Notre Dame was interesting in that I was a Mm -hmm. walk-on and we started out with like 14 or 15 girls in my incoming class. And then by the middle of, I think, sophomore year, we were down to four and I was the only one who wasn't a recruit. (laughs) Hmm, Um, So it it was pretty intense. Um, And... Uh man, I, was, I wasn't I was going to stop that program no matter what hit me. But I loved running for Notre Dame. Um, and Molly was a year above me. And she had a fifth year. So she actually, you know, she was a fifth year when I was a senior, too. So I ran with her all the time. Um, my junior year, my track season, she was, like, the person I ran with for regular runs. I mean, they were regular runs for me, but I think or they were tempos for me. It's right. like probably a run for Molly. Like, I got in great
0: shape, though, so. Right, and well, <laughs> I mean, it, and for those who, who don't yeah. know, we've had Molly on the show before. I mean, she's one of the greatest distance runners ever in the history of yes. distance running in the U.S., so no, uh, n- nothing to be ashamed of if, if her uh, easy run is your tempo run.
4: Yeah, no, I was, I was tempoing hard <laughs> on those runs. Um, but yeah, it was, it was awesome running with Molly. She's, she's the most talented, hard worker, but also, you know, so humble for, her running capacities too. Yep. It, I was so, I was once her roommate on a trip and she needs like way less sleep than the normal person. Mm. So I think was it was at the East or something. I don't remember where it was now, but I was like ready to go to sleep for like nine or 10 hours straight and molly wakes up after like six hours and is like quietly doing work in the room or you know so molly's awesome i'm i'm a huge fan wow i
0: think we unearthed we unearthed a, mm-hmm. a, a nugget here about why molly huddle's so successful remember
2: mike wardian uh, doesn't need to sleep either yeah
0: that's right so maybe that's a key. Well, this. Mike Wardian, I'm sure you've 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 heard of him or come he's across. He's the
2: guy who has the world record running a marathon in an Elvis
4: suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my
3: god.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, he's he's an ultra marathoner. Lives in Arlington here and does a lot of our road races. Well, does everybody's road races. So uh, yeah, he doesn't he he doesn't need a lot of sleep. And I think. Um, mm-hmm. The three hosts here need a lot of sleep, so maybe that's the reason why we never... That's
2: why I'm not good. Right. Exactly. <laughs> too much sleeping.
0: Not enough yoga, too. Mm-hmm.
2: Not enough yoga. I <laughs> sleep 23 hours a day. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, Anne, so you had a successful career, obviously, at Notre Dame, uh, mm-hmm. graduated, and did you continue running uh, after school, uh, or, or did you take a break? No, no break. Wow.
4: Um I, I remember like, you know those NCAA commercials where it's like 99% of our student athletes go pro in something other than sports. And um, I was like, but I love sports. You right. know, like, <laughs> right. I don't know what I will do without my team. So, I mean, actually it was probably pretty hard for me the year or two after I had no eligibility because I realized I would introduce myself as, hi, I'm Ann and I run for Notre Dame. So, um, I, like, didn't know what to do after that. Um, so, yeah, I definitely kept running. I think that's actually probably part of the reason I even, tr- you know, tried to apply to Ph.D. programs because to my naive mind, I was like, well, in school it'll be easier to keep running and training like I have been than if I
0: could
4: So,
0: um, well, if you didn't need sleep, it would be, if you didn't need sleep, it'd be easy, but you need sleep like most of the rest of us. So it's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so you obviously continued running. When did you find that, um, yoga was such an important part of your success, uh, and actually running, uh, and competing and running faster? Or or did you always kind of know that?
4: I think I maybe always kind of knew that, but You know, you certain things reinforce that for me because I think there are a lot of runners who don't even hardly stretch at all, and there aren't a whole lot of people out there who are saying, oh, yes, do more yoga. You'll actually be faster. Um, So in college, you know, I was like one of the 10K runners. You know, I've definitely always been more on the distance side of things. And I had, I always had horrible IT band trouble during track season. Um, I think just from running in the one direction.
0: Yeah, around, um, around, around, same yeah. direction, yep.
4: Yeah. And I would switch directions for like warm-up, cool-downs, like in between intervals, but it didn't seem to matter. You know, my IT band just hated me during track. So I started religiously doing pigeon pose every night and, you know, essentially cured myself. Um and All right, I hold, like, hold on is. one
0: second here. So pigeon pose. Joanna, do you know what pigeon yes. pose is? Yes. Okay, I, I, I don't know what pigeon pose is. So am I putting my legs up in the air and so like behind po- my head or something? Yes, that's what pigeons <laughs> well, do. Yeah, let's see I if
1: think, you can do it now. I, I can kind of explain it to you. So okay. you start you start in a low lunge with your back
4: knee on the ground and then the top of your back foot on the ground. Okay. Then you bring both your hands to the inside edge of that front foot and then you pause there for a while you know until you know you feel like you loosen up a bit and then while you're there think of pressing your arm to your leg leg to your arm of your front front foot okay. and then either stay there or you can drop to your forearms on say like a yoga block or a bolster or you know even you, you can use a pillow. Or you can go all the way to your forearms. Ooh, I am gonna way. keep it
0: to the basics. Yeah. Joanna's sort of demonstrating yeah. in the uh uh in the in, in the studio for us. Not a not a ton of room in here, but I do see Okay,
4: yeah, you got it. And then you just heel toe your foot across the front of your mat and then voila, you're in pigeon. Okay, so, so that I, is, I, I all right.
0: About so Would you yeah. say that is a key I, I agree. A lot of runners have IT band problems. you would say that, yeah. that if if I'm looking for and Docs and I are looking for like some tips here, real entry entry level stuff. This would be one of the first exercises to do?
4: I think so. I think you get a lot of bang for your buck with pigeon pose. You know, like you're doing, when you're doing that one, even just for, you know, like a minute each side, um, you're stretching a lot of muscles in your hips that you forgot about. And then depending on the angle of your front leg, you can get your piriformis. Um, yeah, it is definitely, you know, like if I'm picking two poses, Three poses for runners to do. That would be one that I would almost always choose.
0: Okay, so um, I, I don't even remember how we got on that question. Um, we were asking.
2: Well, we're interviewing our guests. <laughs> oh, okay, that's, that's you
1: asked her how, oh, like how how yoga. Yes.
4: Yeah. So my whole IT band trouble in college that really helped me out, and then kind of by accident during grad school. So grad school's pretty hard. <laughs> Um, and I wouldn't it, know. It really just wasn't. But... It wasn't. It wasn't possible to be running like fifty or sixty miles a week. Mm-hmm. Like I just. It was. I would have just broken down. Right. So, kind of by accident, I started just running like thirty miles a week, but doing a lot more yoga. Like I was doing at least an hour of yoga a day, and I started to get a lot faster. So really? I basically just started. Yeah, I basically started doing anything I felt like doing, <laughs> and skipping the things that weren't working. Like, I was doing no tra- track workouts whatsoever. I was just doing a lot of yoga and, like, regular runs during the week and then just racing almost every weekend because I really don't like track workouts, and I really like racing um, and competition. So, and then I started beating my PRs from college somehow, which I would have never thought possible if you talked to me. A With, years. Without
0: track like, workouts? Yeah. Now you said you did an hour of yoga every day. So yeah, break that down. So you thirty to forty miles a week, and then you're talking five, six days a week of an hour worth of yoga.
4: Yeah.
0: Wow. Um, Yeah,
4: and actually, I was running at this point without a Garmin, and I think I was actually overestimating how fast I was going. Mm -hmm. So, but it was not thirty to forty; it was like twenty-five to like thirty-two. So I was running like ridiculously low mileage and somehow getting faster.
0: Now, give us a uh, listener some context of like what what were you what were your times? So were you about 18 minutes, 5K in college or 1730 in college and what are you running after college?
4: So in college I on the track I was 1711 5K mm-hmm. and 3543 10K. Wow. And I think my fastest mile in college was only like a 5.16 or something. Mm -hmm. Like, I was definitely, I'm definitely more of a distance girl. And um, after college, so I've, I've since, I should also add, like, since last August, I've upped my mileage. So from 2013 to last. July maybe. I was really only running like 30 miles a week max, with the occasional 40 mile weekend thrown thrown in there like twice a year. And I decided, well, I'm going to go off to the marathon here, so I should probably actually add some miles.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> Seems like a good idea. And so I I got it up to a couple 50 mile weeks this fall, and then a couple more this spring. So even before I added the extra mileage in, I had already PR'd. Um. I mean, you don't run a half in college, but right. I, you know, I was running like a one twenty one half, wow. and then um, I had run a couple sub three marathons. So I would run, let's see, a two fifty seven was wow. my fastest marathon, wow. and then um, and I got my mile balance to five thirteen, and wow. then with a little bit extra mileage, I did a two fifty two at Kiowa Island this December. And then this spring, I just started blowing everything out of the water. So <laughs> I think maybe a little extra mileage helps plus right. all the yoga. So but but you
0: spring, truly believe that, yeah, yeah, I just, this boggles my mind because I'm a guy who always ran and I just, I need to run every single day and the yeah. more mileage. Yeah. So you truly believe that doing less mileage because you were doing 60 to 70 in college and yoga yeah. every day was the difference.
4: Yeah. Yeah, because I was never injured.
0: I just don't so believe it. it
4: All right, <laughs> it just allowed me. I was so consistent. Like I can be. I'm going to knock on wood here too, two because right, right. that makes me feel about injuries. But I really can't remember the last time I was seriously injured. Okay. So yoga has allowed me to like tap into just super consistent training, and only breaks I take or after a marathon, just because it's a smart thing to do. And I feel so fluid and smooth running. So, like, there were times before my extra yoga where, you know, like, you would have some sort of, like, nagging injury or, like, thing that that just didn't feel right and it would make you slow down. And that literally never happens to me anymore. So, I can just go as fast as I want whenever I feel like it. And I think it made my core a lot stronger, too. So, Mm -hmm. I think I just got a lot stronger. You know, depending on the kind of yoga you do and every teacher is going to be a little different, but if you find a really good teacher who's going to work with you, you're going to get strong from doing yoga. And, uh, you know, I don't lift, you know, I just do yoga and mm-hmm. it, it seems like it works.
0: Well, so. I certainly have. I mean, you, you ran 252 marathon last year, uh, which is crazy impressive. Um, I know a guy who ran 252 in the marathon by himself at a race that was set up. But anyways... <laughs> it wasn't um, by himself. No, I, so... Uh, you, you, you obviously have seen a lot of success with, with doing an hour of yoga a day, but I'm a guy who's not going to be able to do an hour a day. Right. So, you know, and I'd say most of our listeners can't do an hour a day. What uh, can, can I do a half hour, three times a week, or can I do an hour once a week? Like what, what do you think uh, I need to do to actually see a, a, a significant or, or just a measurable increase in my performance? Well, I think
4: still the more yoga you do, the better in a way. Um, So as much as you can, I guess is my answer. But even if you just did like 20 minutes three times a week, that's going to be a lot better than doing zero yoga. Okay. So the other thing is, so part of, you know, like I saw how much this, how much yoga has helped me and I... uh, you know, I love running. I love running. I love the whole running community. Um, it just, running makes me feel happy. I don't know what I would do without running. And I hated being an injured runner. Like, it's just literally the worst thing is being an injured, an injured runner and being unable to run. So in grad school, I founded Runners Love Yoga.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So our tagline is Do Yoga Run Faster? but part of the mission of Runners Love Yoga is to bring yoga to the running community. So I, you know, you can check out our website. It's runnersloveyoga.com. But I have streamable yoga workouts on there that are shorter, too. So they're anywhere from, like, 10 minutes to an hour. And, you know, you can even rent some of the short ones, like the IT band video. Um, And, you know, the idea is I'm trying to make, you know, really good, super effective yoga accessible to runners anywhere. So, like, you can watch these anywhere in the world. You know, like, you can practice on your iPhone after you're done with your trail run, like, in the middle of the trail. So, um, yeah. But even if you just do a little bit of yoga every week, it's definitely going to make a difference.
0: Yeah, the the brand is, uh, and I wanted to mention that. I'm glad you brought it up. It's RunnersLoveYoga.com. You're also on Instagram, lo- RunnersLoveYoga. So I guess that is that's your brand, RunnersLoveYoga. Yeah,
4: yeah.
0: Uh, I'm looking at your your Instagram page, and these these things look <laughs> these things that you're doing on this Instagram page look really hard, <laughs> like really hard. Yes. I mean,
3: I, you
4: don't need to you don't need to do that to be faster, right? So. Yeah, it's, I mean, I think also, um, you know, Instagram yoga, like, you're going to take the pictures of, like, the cool-looking stuff, right, you know, right. you don't need to, <laughs> you don't need to, like, be on your head, like, with, you know, in lotus pose to, like, be getting faster at running, you know, you just need to have, you know, a really solid, basic practice where, um you know, you're flowing through the poses and like hitting all, all the basics in a good way. So it doesn't, it doesn't need to be super fancy, but at the same time, there's a lot of little subtle things you can do within poses to adjust them to make them a lot more effective.
0: So talk about uh, some of the, the, maybe the mental benefits that yoga provides uh, to me as a runner.
4: Oh, I think those are huge. And I think that's, what people underestimate too you know people think oh yes yoga is great because it keeps my body my body balanced side to side which is very true and it makes my core stronger um and it keeps me more flexible you know so I stay injury free but I think it also has great um mental strengthening benefits too so you know I think yoga helps you believe in yourself in a way it really helps your running performance so you know say in yoga you're learning how to do crow pose which is a sort of you know one of the entry level arm balances where you know you kind of like squat down and then you put your upper arms under your shins and then you press into your palms and your feet lift off the ground Mm -hmm. so that's crow pose and it's one of those sort of things that when you haven't done it yet you feel like your brain is telling you this is impossible like why would I want (laughs) to just balance on my hands your hands are not your (laughs) and you know when you finally get this pose you're like wow you know I really can do this you know and it wasn't that bad and uh, you know it gives you this sort of ability to believe in yourself and feel like yeah you really can go get after something um, and at the same time, it teaches you to really respect your body.
3: Mm-hmm. So
4: I think as, as runners, we tend to like think like more and more more, or like, I have to be pushing this regular run, like, oh, that was too slow. I need to be at least 30 seconds per mile faster. You know, I think we tend to be pretty hard on ourselves on a day-to-day basis, at least I don't know. I think coming from the D1 college environment, you know, you're, you're used to that. And with yoga, you, you know, uh, you're so in tune with your body and how you feel on a particular day or on a particular run or even within a race, it allows you to push yourself in just the right amount to get the most out of your performance.
0: Well, I know if I could do some of these poses again, it's runners love yoga. I'd be mentally strong too, because you're putting yourself (laughs) in like ridiculous. And, and, And another kind of side note here. Um, are all like yoga poses birds? So you, you've told us the pigeon pose, the crow pose.
3: That's true.
0: <laughs> is is the, so we just need to think of bird poses and then mm-hmm. and then we're good to go. Yes. Like the cardinal, the um, cardinal pose, yeah. or the crane. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's like
3: crane.
4: bird of paradise. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. There are a lot. There are a lot of bird poses, I
0: guess. All right. I'm going to start with pigeon and crow, and all then right.
2: do the Toronto. Okay. Great.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um all right well uh and you you come uh to to dc frequently and do um you know some road races here uh, what what are your some of your favorite road races uh here in dc uh
4: well, one of my favorite ones that i wish i wish they would bring it back was i love the nike women's house we hear that um, a lot yeah it, mm-hmm. oh it was so great it was so well organized like Nike really knows what they're doing we're mm-hmm. setting up that whole race like it was and it was a really Um, flat, fast, pork. Yep. Um, it was, that was, I've always had a blast whenever I ran that. So I think I ran that two or three times. One year I ran it with the beginning stages of mono, not knowing, I thought I just had (laughs) pharyngitis, Um, and I still had a lot of fun. And then in 2014, which was the last year they actually had that race. I got third, mm-hmm. and I was third, and it was like 48 hours, actually under 48 hours after my PhD defense. So wow. I had that Friday morning, and then the race was Sunday morning. And you know, after getting your P- passing your PhD defense, you're just so happy <laughs> to be done with that whole thing. So I think I was running and thinking like, yeah, woo, I can do anything now. Right. Um, <laughs> it's a good way to celebrate.
0: Run a oh, half exactly. marathon. And then
4: I, yeah, and then I think I actually PR'd, and I hadn't run more than an hour in like the previous six months. You
0: were really selling like me on this, like not <laughs> needing to run as much mileage as I, need, yeah. as, I, as I do. Um, that's awesome. Well, what, what about what, what what's next? for you you're, you're teaching yoga in Charlottesville? Uh, what else are you working mm-hmm. on professionally?
4: Well, I um I'm continuing to grow runners of yoga. Mm-hmm. So and I'm teaching I'm teaching like an absurd amount of yoga classes in town in Charlottesville here. So I'm teaching like ten to thirteen classes a week depending on whether it's the academic year or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also working on a yoga book for endurance athletes. So I thought might as well put this PhD to good use
3: yeah. and
4: on my experience. So Working, working on that this summer, um, and then I've actually just really been enjoying training for the marathon, so um, I'm running grandma's actually, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, wow. and that is crazy. So Are you trying to qualify um, for
0: the Olympic trials? I mean, you're, you're kind yeah, of knocking on the door. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I would love to get that. I I really hope I can get it at Grandma's because that will be just like a weight off my mind and then I don't have to worry about it. But if I miss it, I'm going to do California International in December. and That's
3: large a good people one.
4: Qualified for year, yeah, that, so. that is
0: that is a good one. That was where my PR is from. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anne, that that is awesome. Um, we're going to follow you. Grandma's uh, Marathon will fall. I mean, if if anybody's in Charlottesville, can we just go, go and sign up for one of your uh, yoga sessions? I mean, how does that work? Yeah, it's
2: just like yeah. med school, Farley. You yeah. just sign up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, so I teach at um, Formula Complete Fitness, which it is a treadmill studio in town. So
0: Yeah, we know those guys. That, those guys. Is that yeah, is that Ann and Jason Dunn? Yeah, Ann and
4: Jason Dunn. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I know so, that. Yeah. 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 I'm their, I'm their yoga teacher. So, um, I teach there and then if you can get access to the UVA gym, I also teach there. And then I have this little group that meets, um, it's just a donation based class on Thursdays at five at Azalea park okay. where it's called RunGo, and it's actually a blast. So it's a mix of like little short running segments and running drills with yoga at the beginning and end. So it's, it's bringing running and yoga all together.
0: All right. Well, if Docs and I go to our reunion, our uh, you know, it. I don't want to say how many years it is. Maybe. I'm, I'm going to be in
2: Charlottesville yeah. Saturday night for your five, my, five, for my five-year, five-year reunion. Five-year
0: reunion. Uh, yeah. so, oh my god! So Sunday morning, uh, to put him through uh, put him through one of your tougher courses, if you could. Uh, got, the, it. You all, got it. You got it. Although docs, I'm not sure you'll be in, in shape to do a, a yoga session at that point. Uh, I, I you know. Wait, you, you mean you, you mean just to flush, just flush st- the toxins out? No, you just haven't been stretching enough. I'm saying that's oh. all. Um, all right, and well, it's been great to have you on. You have um you you've done a good job of changing my mindset uh, because I'm I am yeah. I'm, I'm I'm one who thinks that. Uh, you know, running the most amount of mileage that you can is the way to get to uh, uh, to get faster. So that's uh, that's good to hear. There's other other ways. Um, yeah,
3: more, more yoga work.
0: Awesome. Sure. All right. Well, the the website is Runners Love Yoga. I want to thank Charlie Band for connecting us with Ann. Uh, Ann, you are fantastic. Uh, we'll hope to have you on the podcast again sometime soon. Good luck with your races and all that everything else that you're doing. Thanks. Thanks a lot for joining us
4: thanks thanks chris Doug, and joanna great to talk with you and i hope to see you when
3: i'm in dc next
0: no doubt yeah hopefully we can get you at a road race one of the pacers running road races soon all right that's ann yeah. maser rob she's the uh, she's of runners love yoga she joined us on pace nation we're going to take a quick break and be right back after this <laughs> All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Ann Mazer Rob for joining us. Uh, she is, of course, of Runners Love Yoga.
2: Why are you calling her Mazer Rob?
0: Uh, her last name, her married last name, is Rob.
2: She just said she didn't change
0: it. Well, just like, yeah. just like Julie. You, <laughs> I, uh...
2: you, what you're doing is you're crowbarring that last name <laughs> in there, hoping that that uh, Julie uh, somehow you can do some sort of inception, and now right. it, it will be Julie Collie Farley. Right. Is
0: that close? Uh, there's something to you're you're on to you're on to okay. it a little. Well, bit. then I
2: apologize for bringing <laughs> that to light.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah, let's 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 pull back the curtain. You mm-hmm. we we pull back the curtain. Uh, mm-hmm. Really enjoyed her. Uh, great great tips. Um, you know, Joanne is the only one who does yoga here in the room. Yeah. Um, but I am.
3: I'm, well, I'm, I'm a bit of a believer.
2: No, I'm a hundred percent. I hundred percent believe in yoga. When mm-hmm. I did my my single marathon. Uh, I did yoga the entire training session. I did mm-hmm. one, one yoga, one hour of yoga every week. And I'm a hundred percent confident that that was contributed to my success in running that year. I agree. I am an idiot for <laughs> not doing yoga right now. All
0: right. I'm serious. All right. I agree. I agree. Um, but again, in, in the, in the spirit of pulling back the curtain, mm-hmm. um, I really appreciate. I really <laughs> appreciate her joining us last minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I apologize to you guys because she was kind of on our radar for um, maybe somebody a couple weeks down the road. I'm glad it worked out today. It was perfect for today. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't give you guys a lot of time to prep. You
2: didn't give any heads up to yeah. me. And, yeah. I, and
0: I think that happens too frequently. It happens a lot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so in, in I apologize.
2: Case, in this case, I could have done some crack research yes. because she ran at Notre Dame, and Correct. I have a lot of friends that ran at Notre Dame. Yes. And uh, she runs in Charlottesville, and mm-hmm. it turns out she works at my friend's studio, the Duns, and... Uh, she knows Dana Coons, who we went to school with, yep. uh, I, uh, and I could have gotten some stories from her. And so. Docs
0: doesn't have very many connections, so the fact yeah. that he's connected <laughs> yeah. here, I mean, this is too bad. I apologize. Yeah, um, the interview
2: could have been completely different. We yeah. could have been talking about like some crazy Toys R Us stories or something. <laughs> right,
0: right, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, you you. That's right. You did have uh, buddies who ran at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. During do you think during the time that she was there?
2: Well, yeah, because I think Molly Huddle was uh, crossed over with Pat
0: Conway. Pat, yeah, who all, who went to uh, who's a Northern Virginia star cross country yeah. runner went to West Springfield. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. And so since they ran together yeah. for
3: four years,
0: <laughs> Joanna's yawning. I'm I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go uh, back to your cell phone. Uh, so uh, my, my point is, I'm sorry for not prepping oh, So you.
1: your point is that we could have spent more time talking about Northern Virginia running. No, <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. No. Um, yeah, uh, let me, let me, let me just bring it back real quick. Do, uh-huh. how much yoga are you doing after your injury now, Joanna? Cause I know you do some,
3: right?
1: Yeah. So I would say, um, I would totally agree with Anne that, um, I used to be coached by my good friend Tripp. Mm-hmm. previously pacer shoe buyer now works for new balance and for a while uh he didn't understand why my workouts were so fast and why my races were so fast and mm-hmm. he was like i just don't get it like why are you improving and he was my coach <laughs> wow um and i would say that the number one reason was yoga uh, i have spent my life struggling with it injuries tight calves planner issues but with yoga all of that goes away Um, So I think that it's incredibly helpful to my running. I would say that running is uh, detrimental to my yoga practice, Mm. um, but yoga definitely helps my running. I I like to go twice a week. I feel like that's... pretty easy for me to do but right now i am actually treating yoga as my physical therapy so i try to go um like 5 to 7 times a week wow that's a lot 7 jeez yeah, it's not even 7 days in a week there's <laughs> cuz you do a lot of you do a lot of stretching of your of your toes oh, in yoga oh, or like so flexing your of your foot. feet yeah and so with with my recovery it's good not to do like hard stretches but kind of like 70% stretch of okay. my toe and i don't like just sitting and doing that so it's nice to incorporate in a yoga class but well, I highly recommend you. I'm going to work on the
0: crow and the pigeon and mm-hmm. the Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto Blue
2: Jays is really good. <laughs> That's a good one, too. I've, I've had a lot of success oh. with that. All
0: right. Well, thanks again for Ann for joining us. And uh, apologies to you guys for not mm-hmm. prepping you. Really, apologies to the audience because Docs would have come right. with some yeah. <laughs> some real witty, funny uh, questions mm-hmm. had, uh, had, had he been better prepped. All right, Doc. So earlier you mentioned um, you had a track workout. Or some kind of workout that uh, didn't go, or did it go as well as we'd hoped?
2: It didn't go really at all.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, really?
2: Last week, I was supposed to do thousands on the track.
0: I remember you were talking about going to Wakefield High School. Okay. Yeah,
2: but yeah. that wasn't actually on the show. That was that was oh, okay. mm-hmm. people So, people are like, I don't remember that. The reason right. they don't remember that <laughs> is because that was a conversation off air. Right. Uh, but, I, yeah, I, I was going last week after the show to go... Run thousands at Wakefield. All right,
0: how many thousands were you going to do?
2: I think four. Okay. pretty sure four of them. And uh, I think to make a long story short, I think I I just got in my head a little bit too much. So I I warmed up. I did the warm-up run. I did my striders. I timed my striders. And then when I started my thousands, I just went out like a bat out of hell. I have no concept of pace right now. Mm -hmm. And I just took off and ran my first hundred meters of my first thousand faster than I ran my striders no. <laughs> and then tried to <sighs> tried to slow it down. And I hit my 200 at the same pace. Uh, and then when I got to like 300, I was dead. <laughs> so here's the, here's so, the... <laughs> so I stopped on that one. I was like, all right, let's, just, that's too fast. I was right. like, it's too fast. Let's right. just hit the reset button. I'm completely ruining my, my workout here.
0: Well, here's here's the, I see the issue. I don't know, Joanna, if you, you do. I don't do any track workouts if I'm by myself. I just can't do it. Well, that's that was I can't something do I thought
2: about. Yeah, is, is that uh, you need to start coming out and running with me. On <laughs> as a so, thing.
0: Joanna, can you do track workouts by yourself?
1: Um, I can't remember the last time I actually did a track workout, but okay. um, I yes, I used to actually do a lot really? of them myself. Yeah, wow. I I'm like basically a metronome, like perfect pace. Really?
0: Well, you're kind of a loner too. Well, so is Doc. So, so am I <laughs> I, th-
2: I think it's more about like like being effective on the track is is uh, really about like Joanna was saying, yeah. like you, you need to have that, that, yeah. uh, pace tuning. Yeah. I have, I have no pacing. Yeah. Right you can't now.
0: go out in the first 200 way faster striders. And well, then I, I know you're not
2: it. supposed to do that, but I don't have an accurate in internal feel for pacing right now. Yeah. Which is, which is why I agree with what you're saying. Farley is like right now, as I'm trying to get started on the track, I need somebody to come mm-hmm. out and, and, and run with me and, and either hold me back or pull me forward. Uh, Help me out with that pacing, somebody to work with. Well, I can't even,
0: we can't even get together for a movie. There's no way I'm going to get together for a track workout for you.
2: Well, I'm doing quarters today.
0: Quarters today? Okay. So you're still at, I like that Mm -hmm. you've still got the stick to Mm itiveness to continue to get out there. Okay.
2: Yeah. If you fall off that horse, you you dust yourself off and you get right
0: back up. Yeah.
1: Maybe our listeners will come out and do a track workout
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. with you. <laughs> yes, maybe. yeah. Yes, tweet them at Docs. Uh If if you can uh, hold, um, what what were you trying to run thousands in?
2: Like f- maybe four twenty. I don't know. Four twenty. If you can do a 415, thousand. Four
0: fifteen. Four twenty. I'm not going
2: to do thousands next. I'm doing. All
0: quarters. right, quarters. Well, well right, what, what are you what are you doing your quarters in?
2: Uh, I don't know. I have to look.
0: Okay, so somewhere around ninety. Let's say you start at ninety and. Be, be it may somewhere, be 90s, around there. Yeah, yeah. Be be somewhere around anywhere. there. So come on out and help, Docs, because I am. This happened four days ago. Not <laughs> that's true. I am not uh, much help.
2: Okay.
0: All right. Um, we mentioned that there was a uh, "Where Are They Now" segment that we wanted to touch on. Okay. Um,
2: Should we do that now?
0: Let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. Or do now. You want to? You
2: want to preview that for later <laughs> no, in the show? No, let's do that now.
0: Okay. Um, Mike Crozier.
1: Mike Crozier. Compete- last week's guest. Last
0: week's guest competed mm-hmm. in the uh, national championships uh, at, in track uh, last NCAAs. night. NCAAs. in in Eugene, Oregon, and finished 14th place. Mm-hmm. Very wow. awesome. 14th in the country. He's the 14th yeah. best. 10k runner in the country.
1: And if um if our listeners didn't watch the race last night, um you really missed a great 10k. Normally 10k's are not that exciting, but this was actually a really fun race to watch. The Alabama guys took it out super fast. Their first 200 was like 29 seconds, which is crazy for a 10k. I
2: could run faster
1: than that. <laughs> um but it was just it was a lot it was a lot of fun to watch the race and it's also um really great to see somebody you know on television. Every time I'd see Crozier, I'd be like, "Crosh, yeah. Crosh."
0: Yeah, and he, um, you know, he 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 did it. He he did a. a he great ran a job. smart race. Smart race, a, a, and and he mentioned to Charlie. I guess Ch- Charlie was was texting him. Uh, he mentioned to Charlie that the first two miles were just crazy fast. Uh, he used the word "holy moly." I like "holy moly." Um, yeah. He said he was w- out in nine eleven for two miles and almost in last place. So, holy moly is right. Nine eleven. Holy moly. saying. <laughs> <9/11. laughs> Nine eleven for two miles, almost in last place. So uh, great! And,
1: and Mike Roser was on the homepage of Let's Run yesterday. as Yes, well.
0: yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, props to uh, Mike and Charlie for uh, as Charlie weaves his way into the show again here. Uh, great article that uh, Charlie did about Mike and Mike's career. Uh, it highlighted the podcast and the podcast episode from last week, and that that's made my favorite part. <laughs> that made its way to the quote of the day, um, which is, uh, you know, is a big deal and the running nerd circles uh, to make the quote of the day on letsrun.com. So uh, very cool. Great article by Charlie, but most of all, uh, great job by Mike Crozier, uh, 14th in the country. What a way to end your running career. Uh, that's the way you go out, uh, and he, he can be proud of, of, of persevering through six years. Awesome job.
2: So we did it. <laughs> we did it. We, we did. I it. Think we
0: we should feel we should feel like we contributed to that. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's yeah. really our victory as it well. Is, mm-hmm. It
2: is. He was he was 13th, 14th. Yeah, he was 14th. 14th. Yeah, what's 14th. what's all-American?
0: Yeah, I think he was second team all-American. I think it's 8 and then 8. I eight mean and eight? I mean he beat 10 guys. You know, there mm-hmm. was he was last guy in from so exactly. being 12 yeah, yeah, yeah. to 14th is I mean beat 10 guys. That is uh, there is nothing to be ashamed of. There has, Yeah, I think it's a great race. It's a strong, strong I think strong that
2: uh, uh, going in, um, giving his whole backstory and, yep. and talking about regionals, like you said, last guy in uh, from this region, I, I think thirteenth uh, place is amazing. Fourteenth is too, which is where he got, <laughs> yeah. where he finished. Exactly. <laughs>
3: All
0: right. Well, uh, speaking of amazing, the Washington Capitals mm-hmm. have made an amazing run and are one win away. From hoisting the Stanley Cup, or Can three losses that?
2: away from, from <laughs> just being now, I, I yeah, short. you know what, you know what,
0: Docs, mm-hmm. um, it's funny you mentioned that because uh-huh. I, I uh, was a little annoyed because I could foresee that happening. I could see that worst case scenario happening yeah. where they lose three in a row, and yeah. um, I I don't think it'll happen, but I, I I hope not. I could see it happening, but I you know if it does happen. Um, I'm going to need you guys to check on me and check on me regularly. Uh, but I think it's – I think that's Julie's job. I feel like it's a pretty good um, – I think it's a pretty – there's a pretty good chance they are going to win. Now, uh-huh. what bothers me is local businesses like the Loudoun County Harris Teeter making cakes already, trying to get ahead of it, saying 2018 Capitals champions. yeah. I mean, you don't make a cake like that or a big well, you, cookie. You have bought
2: uh, Capitals' championship gear already, Eastern Conference <laughs> champions.
0: I, I did. I did, but not well, the—, the this, not the- Nothing
2: on here says Stanley Cup winners, but Dick's Sporting Goods yep. and Models, Models, they're already selling Stanley Cup champion gear. Yes. Uh, now- That's worse than this cake that you just showed us, which <laughs> I can't believe I thought— I thought you were going to go somewhere else. Well, I, I
0: know that I was going to bring up the dicks, uh, sporting uh-huh. goods, and models. But okay. uh, the fact that these businesses
2: are trying are, to capitalize, counting their chickens. They're trying to capitalize,
0: Joanna.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That's, a,
0: that's pretty good. They're uh-huh. counting their chickens already. Because let me just tell you guys, let me just let me just say mm-hmm. this, okay? Mm-hmm. There I'm going to be knocking
2: nev- out the window while, you t- while you're talking. There has
0: never been a 16 seed lose to a one seed.
2: Uh, no, it happens all the time.
0: Until this year.
2: No, 16 seed always loses to the one seed.
0: I'm sorry. There's never been a one seed lose to the 16 seed. You're welcome for paying attention. Uh, until this year.
2: Yeah, this is the first year that a in the NCAA tournament that a one seed has lost in the first round, and it happened to be your Virginia Cavaliers, yes. who you also gave up on multiple times, and you <laughs> wanted to fire the coach three times this season.
0: Well, that has never happened until this year, a 16 beating a one. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, three years ago, up 13 was six minutes ago. Uh, UVA had a chance to go to the final four mm-hmm. against Syracuse and loses orange and blue. the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Nats led the Cardinals 6-0 mm-hmm. in we, the 2012 National League Divisional how Series. Many things are
2: on this list before we, <laughs> I'm losing interest.
0: <laughs> and they lose, uh, uh, the, and that was the chance to go to the NLCS. All right, I'll mm-hmm. just bring up one more, uh, 2012 as well. Uh, the RG way
2: back. That's like six years ago.
0: RG3. Hey, well, they, my teams don't make the playoffs that frequently. Uh-huh. Um, the RG3 led Redskins were up 14 nothing over the uh, over not that the, big of a lead over the Seattle Seahawks, and then can then go ahead and blow that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to say one more thing. The Caps have lost five series when leading three to one in the Stanley I Cup know, playoffs.
2: Sometimes to the Flyers.
0: Yes, sometimes to the Flyers. So mm-hmm. they have done this before five times in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Even though it's never happened in the Stanley Cup finals, it's happened to the Caps five times. So mm-hmm. enough for the chicken counting.
2: Yeah. I, uh, well, I agree. W- what I've seen in these games is that um, Washington seems to have just put their foot on the pedal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are matching Golden State's intensity.
0: <laughs> Golden State or Las Vegas? The Golden Knights. Golden Knights, right.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yep. I'm, I'm only half invested in this conversation. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> um, right. Well, yeah.
3: I, it,
2: it looks to me, I, I, I would say from an impartial uh, observer, it looks to me like there's no possible way the capitals
0: lose. Good. All right. All right, I, I could I could see that perspective. Can't wait wanted... to see all the fans
2: with uh, out at the parade when celebrating the victory with all the tags still on their
0: Capitals jerseys. <laughs> could could happen. All right, uh, what is bothering Docs? We're going to workshop the title, but we didn't is... just do it. <laughs> well, it's kind of the whole show, but yeah. Uh, uh, specifically, what is bothering Docs this week? Well,
2: I, um, this is going to be a political rant. Okay, is that okay?
0: All right, now here's when I tune out.
2: Yeah, well, it's it, it, this whole thing about fake news and all this hypocrisy is bothering me because, well, the Philadelphia Eagles were supposed to go to the White House to celebrate their 2018 Super Bowl victory, which is still cool. Um, and the day before, the night before they were supposed to go, uh, the White House uninvited them, again uninviting a team. And the release that they had said that it had to do with the NFL kneeling. And and particularly Fox News, who, sorry, is just a shill for uh, Donald Trump, they produced a segment where they talked about the Eagles being uninvited because of the, the kneeling during the national anthem. And they showed pictures of Philadelphia Eagles kneeling in prayer on the field while they were telling the story about them being uninvited. And so it was just, it was out of context. The, the reality is in 2018 season, the playoffs, and the Super Bowl, every single Philadelphia Eagle, every member of the team was on the field. Nobody stayed in the locker room and nobody knelt during the national anthem. They showed pictures of, of uh, good Christians praying before the game and misrepresented them. And and it's just to push this message that 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 this administration is trying to push against the NFL, and I was completely offended by it. And I feel like all of the times that Donald Trump talks about fake news, fake news, fake news, he's quiet about this, and it it just really bothered me. It it really bothered me that that these guys who are doing so much good for their communities and and practicing what they preach. They're going out. They're not just saying things. They go out and they they do so much good. Uh, for them to be besmirched like that and to be uninvited because they don't want to be associated with this clown in, in the White House, uh, and then Fox News to pull that crap, it I, just bothered me to no end. I'm 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 tired of this. Well, that that,
0: that is. I think this segment is. This is accurately uh, entitled this <laughs> week. Uh, what is What's well, bothering Docs? Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, the, right. These these clowns you make in Washington
2: D.C. Are just ridiculous. You make a
0: good. You make a good case. All right. I try to stay not political. You have any comments on this? Because I don't like to weigh in on any sort of political uh, uh, one side or the other.
1: No, I completely agree with Docs. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. And, and And
1: it's just like all for the news cycle. Yeah. It's all just to stir up people and polarize the country. And I would rather see actual fair and balanced reporting as opposed to these um, media grabs for mm-hmm. attention.
0: okay
2: one one more well, thing fine. about okay. this they They talked about how the Philadelphia Eagles disappointed the fans that they had brought to the to the event, and there were several people, six people interviewed. Uh, that had brought Eagles jerseys and whatnot to, to the event, and they got their sound clips about how I'm no longer an Eagles fan, they, this is ridiculous, I'm tired of this, blah, blah, blah. And there was a Philadelphia sports reporter there who followed up those, those interviews for the sound clips and said, who was the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl? All six of those people did not know the answer to that question. Of course. Which shows that they were political
1: plants. Right.
0: All right, this podcast, of course, (laughs) is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. It's always fair
1: and balanced. (laughs) It's
0: always fair and balanced and for every run. Uh, We usually uh, transition out of awkward conversations with the promo, Mm. and so that's what we did this week.
2: I'm surprised why we don't have more promos. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: You can uh, still sign up for a couple of great races uh, that Pacers Running is putting on. Crystal City Twilighter uh, in July and then Beer Mile in August. Unfortunately, Docs won't be at the Beer Mile in August, and that, sounds like that, I won't. That bothers me. <laughs> All right, does that grind your gears? <laughs> well, we, we are going to end on uh, two serious notes uh, with with Docs's comment and uh, an incident that happened at the Rock and Roll Marathon in San Diego uh, this past week. There was an active shooter on the course. Now, the what? Ch- the shooter wasn't uh, wasn't actively uh, targeting runners. It was an un Related active shooter in some sort of incident that was on the 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 fringe of of the of the road race so rock and roll was able to reroute all 4900 runners to a safe zone uh and then they held them in that safe zone and they were later allowed to finish uh the race so just a kind of a crazy situation uh
2: what do you what do you mean? There was an active shooter. Like what? like this would be like the that there was a good, beef between good the question. Bloods and the crips. Yeah, I
0: think it was. So they called it an active shooter, um, mm-hmm. uh, in the in the uh, article that I read. But yeah, I think it was it was a uh, a disagreement by two people uh, that that uh, turned to to gun violence
2: that just happened to be on the, the course that
0: happened to be very right. close to the course and. Mm. Um, you know, that, uh, that it was reported that it could have easily, you know, escalated into, uh, you know, them shooting runners that are running, uh, the, the, marathon. So, but yeah. I
2: think that it sounds to me and, and I could be totally wrong because yep. my entire information on this story is based on what you just said. <laughs> I haven't heard this story <laughs> right, before, right, yep. but just to try and wrap my head around it, it sounds to me like maybe they were concerned that because there were guns drawn, that runners might have been innocent bystanders in a gunfight yeah
0: exactly Mm -hmm. uh so yeah and i think or they didn't know the motives both that and they didn't know the motives. that's that's another good point too like when when somebody's got a gun you just have to respond really quickly yeah so props to rock and roll for being able to respond and put everybody uh 4900 runners and into a a safe area and then let them finish the race which
2: so let me let me let me ask about that so Let's say you're seven miles in. What was it? A 10 miler?
0: Uh, Marathon.
2: It was a marathon. Okay. So even better.
0: Marathon, half marathon. Yeah.
2: Okay. So let's say you're 18 miles into a marathon Mm -hmm. and then they have to hold you back in this pin. They stopped the chip. They stopped the clock. You just
0: kind of rest. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not uh, falling for this bait. I know what he's trying to do. No, here.
2: I'm, I think that would be. I know. You know what he's just doing come right. back a little bit later and finish that race.
0: No, I think you uh, stop the clock is what yeah. you would do. That and would. And then
1: you go have a beer, <laughs> and then you, and have then have you get back on yeah. course. Yeah. Um. I feel like they do stop the chip because in uh with the Lee Lehi- was it Lehigh or Allentown? There was a marathon like two years ago that crosses over train tracks and a train mm-hmm. actually came through during the race. So a lot of runners had to stop and like wait for the train to go through and their times were adjusted to reflect how long they had to wait.
2: Yeah. And, and what does Derek Murphy feel about this?
1: <laughs> that's, he a, all that's, these that's a great question. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: it was only 13 minutes. It, they were able to respond. Uh, local law enforcement able to respond very fast that uh, 1143. Uh, Do you think you would try to, to finish the race? 1156. I think you know if, I would. If
2: they put you in a corral and we're like we have an active shooter, we're just going to hold you here for a minute and then we'll get you back on your way.
0: Good question. I think I would. Uh Joanna?
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You trust that these officials are professional and you know. Well, if you're
2: gonna paint it that way, I I, I would trust that they would that they would be that way. Yeah, but, but you, <laughs> I I'm I don't know I don't know yeah, how no, I would.
0: It's 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 a it's a good question. I don't know how you would react like, in that I situation. Really, for,
2: I don't like marathons as it is. <laughs> <laughs> do I I've really been waiting get for this. Shot for this? <laughs> I've been waiting for the bear to yeah. attack me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think I would still hold out for yeah.
3: the bear. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, good that we ended on a more lighter note. It, no one was uh, no one was injured who was running, and uh, there was no deaths in that situation. So anyway, so it ended uh, not not terribly, and that's why you don't hear about these situations, you know. Which is crazy if there was multiple uh, injuries or fatalities. You of course hear about it, but interesting story and great reaction by uh, Rock and Roll Marathon. All right, great show, guys. Episode one fifty seven. Do you think we'll get to
2: 158? I, I don't know.
0: We'll see how people feel about your political leanings. Oh. Um, right. Vote for me, though. <laughs> great, great show, guys. Uh, thanks again to Ann Mazer for joining us. She's, of course, uh, the proprietor uh, of Runner's Love Yoga. Sign up for one of her yoga classes today if you're in Charlottesville. Uh, Joanna, Docs, great show. I think we will get to next week, at least next week. Okay. Alright, there we go. I'm Chris Farley. This has been Pace the Nation. We'll see you next week.
2: So the whole point of me bringing up the story about the Philadelphia Eagles, when you get down to it, is I did send out a tweet and I invited them to the White House in 2021. We're gonna have a barbecue <laughs> on the South Lawn. I saw that.
0: And I saw that. That's and
2: great. I, th- I think when you get down to it, um, my first year as president, we're gonna be celebrating a lot of sports championships uh, with barbecues. Um, but I'm not going to make them, I'm not going to try to combine those parties. So it's going to be like every weekend instead of flying down at the taxpayer's expense for $13 million to my private resort. Uh, we're just going to have local barbecues on the South Lawn and then I'm going to get back to work.
0: Can't wait. I hope you do win. I really
2: do. Me too. Need something to do. (laughs)